Well, it's a pleasure and honor to have um, Father Cheeto here with us from Burnhamwood and, and Anawa, and to have Father Edmundo here with us from Flox in, and uh, excuse me, Flox and White Lake. I should know because I used to help out there. So for all of you who are t- tuning in from White Lake, hello, we miss you. And then also have Father Charlie here with us as well. We gather here tonight uh, as, as fellow Christians. Um, we celebrate something that's very mysterious to us, and it's the institution of the Holy Eucharist, which is always a mystery that, that God would love us that much. And we also celebrate the institution of the priesthood. Before I go into my homily, I just want to um, let you know that my dad sent me an email, which I'm going to share with you in a little bit. But sometimes uh, to receive a, a letter of, of good news uh, lifts your heart and kind of reminds you, why are we doing what we're doing? Because what seems like what is up right now seems like it's down. What's down is up and everything's a little bit out of whack. But our Lord comes to us digitally, or for those who are here, and he comes to us, I think, with just a gentle reminder that I will never leave you. I will never, ever, ever leave you. And I'm going to give you a new model, and I'm going to give you a priesthood. And I think a lot of us are wondering, where is God in all this? Is he, has he left me? Why, would he deprive, why am I being deprived of the Eucharist right now? Uh, because of the, the public sanctions of, of public masses. But our Lord is a mystery to us all because in the midst of this pandemic, he's with us. He's with us and he's, he's so in love with us. He's always pursuing us. And as we read our gospel reading today, what's actually happening is, is um, Jesus is, is placing himself below his disciples. He's placing himself as one who washes the feet of the servants. So in in Jewish tradition, for those who would come into a house, the lowest of the low would wash the feet. But also at a deeper level, he's ordaining the disciples' priests. He's finding men who are not strong, but men who are incredibly weak. And that's a question that I was asked over and over in seminary. Not are you strong enough to be a priest, but are you weak enough to be a priest? As the bread is broken at every Mass, as Jesus is broken, are you willing to allow yourself to be broken? And as Jesus is ordaining Peter a priest, he ordains the rest of them, even knowing that some of them are going to be unfaithful, mainly Judas the Iscariot. But after he ordains them priests, he puts his garment back on, just like the bishop does at an ordination, if anybody's been at an ordination, And he asks this question, do you realize what I have done for you? I don't think any of us that are priests here have a clue what Jesus did for us when he ordained us through the bishop. St. John Vianney says the priesthood is the heart of Jesus. And he says if the priest realized what he was, he would die of joy because the love in him would overwhelm. And only when he gets to heaven will he realize who he is. Because if he realized it on this side of, of, of heaven, he would die of joy. And to be a priest right now, it's one of the, the strangest times of being a priest because we're really ordained to feed people with the body and blood of Jesus, to feed people with the Eucharist. And right now we're encouraging people to do something kind of strange, which is to do a spiritual act of communion, to pray that prayer, to receive the Lord, that if they could be there, they would be there. 
And yesterday at Mass, Father Matt and I both, we, we just both lost it. <laughs> the emotions hit us, uh, the Holy Spirit hit us, and um, we just want to say for those of you who are watching online, for those who are sitting here, we love you, we miss you so much. Uh, it's not a fun time to be a priest, um, but nonetheless, the Lord asked that question, do you realize what I've done for you? You know, he says, you, have, you call me teacher and master, and rightly so. But then he says, go serve. Go wash one another's feet. You know, at this, at this mass, we're not able to do it because of the coronavirus, but for those who are watching at home, I encourage you to get a bucket out, get some water, and wash one another's feet. To take the step forward in your own life to get past, that would be so weird, to get past the weirdness and enter into what the Lord asked us to do. He said, I have given you a model to follow. For everyone, what should I do? And he says, so that as I have done, you should also do, to wash one another's feet. And this is also an invitation for priests to encourage other men to answer the call to the priesthood. To not say, are you strong enough to be a priest, but are you weak enough to be a priest? Will you allow yourself to be broken so much that the Lord, in the mystery, he might even take your people away from you to say, how much do you really love them? When you don't see them, you have an open church. For those of you who are online, you can't see it right now, but there's only three people sitting in the pews. And we love you, and we miss you, and we desire so much to celebrate the liturgy with you. We desire so much to feed you with the body and blood of Jesus. And this is a time of, of, of realizing as priests how weak we are, that we are absolutely nothing without Jesus. We are nothing without Jesus. And we have to ask ourselves, do we realize what the Lord has done to us, what he's done for us by giving us this model of the priesthood to institute the, the Holy Eucharist? We don't. But we have these memories as we reflect in this time of quiet for the priests. We have these memories of why the Lord ordained his priests. Why did he ordain his priests? And I just want to talk about one memory that's been really on my heart today as I was praying in adoration. And that particular memory was of my time I spent in Trinidad with some different missionaries with Focus. And one of them, the persons who was on mission, was really struggling. And she was just really chewing on the Catholic teaching. She's not Catholic. And she was saying, how do you know it's Jesus in the Eucharist? How do you know? And over the next couple of months as I began to just get to know her and actually had a chance to sit down with her at a focus conference in Arizona this past January, all I could say to her was, if, if Jesus is fake, if, it's, if Jesus is fake, if it's, if it's not the Eucharist, then I'm fake. I didn't have any other better way to speak to her heart to say that a loving God would do that for you. He would lower himself. He would wash the feet of his disciples. He would lower himself. He'd make himself small. And he would give you a priesthood to say, I love you and I'm always with you. And I'll never abandon you. I'll never abandon you. You're going to find different priests of all different walks of life. And they're not priests because they're strong. They're priests because they're weak. And they allow themselves to be broken. And a lot of the priests right now, we are broken. We're going to be okay, but right now, we're very broken because the Lord has taken something away from us. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of us have maybe taken it for granted. 
the Mass, the sacraments, just a day-to-day life, and the Lord's humbling us. And maybe asking us to ask ourselves, do you realize what I've done for you? And maybe we do realize it, and maybe we don't. But one thing that always helps me realize why I'm a priest is I can remember the morning I left to go to seminary. And my, it was like three in the morning. And my dad said to me the words my heart needed to hear. And he said to me, I'm proud of you. And for a boy who needed to become a man, he needs to hear those words. And then as he wrote me an email earlier today, this afternoon, he reminded me that he was proud of me. I want to read that to you, but I also want to speak specifically to all those who are listening, who are young boys, or who are in their teens, or in their 20s, or 30s, and 40s, who are not married. And I want you to imagine your dad maybe writing this to you. Because the priesthood is meant to be shared. It's not just meant to be hoarded. And this is what my dad wrote to me today. Zach, just wanted to tell you again how proud I am of you. It's hard for parents to imagine the dedication and the sacrifice you have made, especially the amazing virtue of being chosen as a priest of the Most High, Jesus Christ. So amazing and awesome, just to consider it all. You have, and you have a big responsibility, but are also given amazing graces to accomplish them. Know that I love you, pray for you, and I'm proud of your progress always. This night of the institution of the Eucharist and the priesthood has to be very special for you and Father Matt. I'll be praying for you always, and especially tonight. Love, Dad. And for those who are listening, I just want to encourage you to say the priesthood is a beautiful life. And if you can open your heart this night, or maybe reopen your heart to consider a call to the priesthood, it's not a question of are you strong enough to be a priest? It's a question of are you weak enough to be a priest? Will you allow yourself to be broken as Jesus is broken in the bread? And then to feed the people with the body and blood of Jesus. And to ask yourself, is Jesus calling me? Not because I'm strong, but because I need him that much. And to know that you're going to encounter people who are going to struggle with this teaching on the Eucharist. And that your job as priest will be to, uh, to remind them that Jesus will never abandon them. He's always with them in the Eucharist. But also to remind them that he gives us priests to share his heart with them. Because as St. John Vianney said, if the priest knew what he was, he would die of joy. And that's the joy that awaits us in heaven. But as we know how the story goes, the disciples won't realize what he has done for them until the resurrection and until Pentecost and until they receive the Holy Spirit. And we're a post-resurrection people. We know the story, but we often need to be reminded just of those simple things that Jesus loves us. He'll never abandon us and he'll always be here with us. And he loves us so much he'd make himself small in the Eucharist, but also he would give his people his own priesthood, a share in their priesthood to remind all those sheep that their shepherd loves them and he will always love them. And as we enter more deeply into this Mass, in just a moment, we're going to renew our priestly promises. The promises that we made that we need to remember, 
that we need your prayers to, to hold us accountable to, just ask us that question, not are you strong enough to be a priest, but are you weak enough to be a priest? And we just pray that those who are watching know again just a simple message that we love you, we miss you, and we, we just can't wait um, for this pandemic to end. But I believe we're in it for the long haul. So we must keep our eyes focused on Jerusalem to know that there is hope in the resurrection. Amen.